if you're like me, you've dreamt of becoming an accomplished musician and the satisfaction it can bring you. But there's hidden traps in the path to creating a musician's dream sound placed by ill-informed tutors and some online and real-world educators. We are forced to answer hard questions like how to grow as amateur musicians using time learning our craft intelligently, or how to achieve pristine musical sound quality without sacrificing wasted dollars. Finally, those questions and more can be answered after 20 years of research, trial and error. Follow this podcast while I expose missing pieces of the musical puzzle to take you from hours of musical frustration to feeling the excitement of musical excellence. You can join the journey on musicsecretsexposed.com I'm your host Sylvia and you're listening to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast. Hey, as I record this podcast, it is March of 2021. Hope you're doing good. Today, I just want to bring to your attention something very interesting and it concerns the world of pop music, which is now a world away from all the musical developments that took place in the past, such as the Baroque period, the classical period music, romantic impressionism and so on. And in the world of pop music, there is a very divisive debate that goes on from time to time. And it's to do with this idea of auto tune. And what that is, it's a software which pop musicians use to make their sound better than it is in reality. Some people say that using this technology is of great benefit because, for example, a singer who sings a song, if they have to keep repeating it too many times, they lose the emotional capacity of that song when they're performing it. And instead, whatever quivers happen in their voice that they don't want, they can auto tune it and correct it. Other people say that it's inauthentic. It's not being true to the musician's skill or capacity to be good at their craft. And therefore the listener is led down a path of believing that they're of a certain standard, which in actual fact they may not be. I don't know what your thoughts about this is, but I do know from my perspective of being a pianist that when amateur musicians want to emulate a pop musician, they want to try and play that same piece of music themselves. They don't realize the hidden aspects behind the scenes of how these pieces of music are created. Technology has really impacted the pop music industry, making it very technological, not very natural. Now, jazz is unusual in the sense the whole jazz scene is unusual in the sense that it is real it is true what you hear is usually what a skilled musician is able to play in reality however when you listen to things like funk and hip-hop on various videos or whatever you kind of get the sense that a lot of technology has been used to really make an impactful sound And in some cases, I understand why we live in this new world of technology. Why not? But then for the poor, innocent amateur musician who's unaware, when they try and emulate these sounds, they realize they can't because they're learning a real instrument in real time with no technology to help them. And they download pieces of music from the Internet 
of their favorite type and when they play it it sounds so not like what they're used to hearing so this brings me to the topic of how do we marry the idea of learning music as an amateur musician in traditional lesson settings whether online or offline is our choice with technological advances and my own opinion is that i think we can't avoid technology in music i think that we have to engage with it at some level and i know from a pianist's point of view from my own point of view as a pianist i should say it is of a good idea to introduce maybe a keyboard with a lot of buttons on it putting it simply at about grade three or grade four equivalent level in other words when an amateur musician has got a handle on playing the actual real piano i think really for technique's sake that any pianist should learn the piano in its raw form and then when they've understood technique and rhythm and the basics of reading music and the basics of theory then we can bring in technology because they understand those various techniques and they know how to handle it all so as when they see the buttons on the keyboard they understand in general what they mean because if they're doing their theory studies they'll know about other instruments the sounds they'll know how they come together maybe in orchestras as an example or they understand how pop music generally is created with these new sounds. And then an amateur musician can have great fun in merging what they've learned traditionally with what we now understand to be this new world of pop music. So that means the amateur musician ends up being capable of taking on the playing of challenging classical pieces that require skill as well as using technology with newer styles of music. So auto-tuning probably is not incorrect completely, or we might say it isn't fully correct either. However, it's got its use, but it's just to be aware of what it is, so as we're not tricked into believing that we can achieve the same sound. Many have come up to me and asked, Sylvia, let me ask you a question. I've started learning music, but I am stuck. I can't get the sound I dream of. I've spent time and a lot of cash. I'm so frustrated. Or a parent has often asked me, I have a child who is not getting the results that we expected. I've invested a lot of dollars in music tutors and musical equipment. I'm so unsure. What can I do? My answer? Sign up for a free webinar at musicsecretsexposed.com where I'll walk you through what you can do to get you or your child on the best musical path right away. My greatest joy is to save you heartache and frustration and replace it with the best musical version of you. Don't delay, capacity is limited. Open a tab and let's get you started at musicsecretsexposed.com.